Amanda Chang and welcome to the AIA On Air podcast. The past year has been quite the experience. So much has changed and so many of us have risen to the occasion to keep everyone safe. So we're excited to bring you our very first podcast, AIA On Air, to help out as well. We'll lay it all down and talk about some of the wellness issues we face today, like critical illness, health and mental wellness, and retirement. In this first episode of our podcast series, we'll be talking about the dreaded C-word. So what exactly is the dreaded C-word? No, it's not a condo or a car or COVID-19. Today, it's about cancer. A topic Singaporeans don't usually talk about, but like all things, it's something we can do something about. Recently, we talked about cancer in one of AIA's Ashore Insure Are You Sure episodes, and today I'm back again to keep the conversation going. Now, that episode was particularly meaningful to me because I got to interview Singaporeans on the streets to talk about cancer. Now let's hear from them. Hey guys, so I'm back on the streets today to find out what Singaporeans feel about the dreaded C word. When I say the word cancer, what is the first thing that comes to mind? I mean, I think it's expensive because we all know that it's curable today and you know... To a certain extent? To a certain extent, yes. yes. But it's expensive, like, you know, unless, unless you buy insurance or something. Uh, lung cancer, because I smoke, so... I mean, I guess a lot of words come to mind. Maybe the most pertinent one is um, death. I think painful. Painful, death, expensive. Or an expensive, painful death. Really starting on a downer, aren't we? But the truth is, that's exactly what cancer is. Yeah, actually, uh, my, my grandma, she passed away from cancer. Uh, I mean, it's horrible. Uh, we, when you see them suffering, you sometimes you wish that they would just keep that stage. It's something that's unpredictable. You never know what's going to happen. You never know which one you will get if you get, and it's not easily curable. The only thing I really do know is that it's incurable. So I do know that it's something that could be as close to you, and you can't. there's no way for it to prevent that. I know that it could be hereditary, um, it's fatal, and it could happen to anybody. Here's the thing. In Singapore, 39 people are diagnosed with cancer, and 15 people die from the disease every day. 15 every day? Wait, you're serious? Huh? Yes, I'm serious. Okay, like, it's quite worrying. I mean, even if the number is high, it's something that I don't really think will happen to me. I mean, it sounds like a lot, but I wouldn't be surprised if it's true. That is that is crazy. I mean, it's hard to hear. Um, it's really scary. It even makes like the statement that I said just now about how it could happen to anybody even scarier. Honestly, I was shocked too when I first saw these numbers. I mean, cancer is scary, but the numbers are worse. So why aren't people talking about it and taking it more seriously? Is it because of the false perception that cancer would never happen to us? Or because we're adopting a more YOLO mindset? I discussed this with Andrew Marco and Andy Chan in the Assure Insure Are You Sure show. And this is what they had to say. I think it's it, that the false perception thing is definitely uh, linked to why we you know, don't talk about it. Because for, for example, like if you get lung cancer and it's, if it's because you smoke, 
then you know you can say like oh you got you got lung cancer because you smoke so therefore on the flip side if i don't smoke it's like oh, I, i'm definitely not gonna get lung cancer mm. you know what i mean so that's the false perception there so there's the fear element as well, right? Yeah. So like if I if I know I'm a smoker, then all the more I don't want to think about yeah. I'm giving myself cancer. More than just fear though, there's also a certain stigma and shame that stops people from really talking about cancer. We brought in special guest Daphne Koo, a cancer survivor herself, to share her thoughts about this culture of shame. I mean, I, I feel like it's one of those things where if people talk about it more then they think it will be more like like in, in like a superstitious kind of way like you're you're bringing it upon yourself right, right. but i think it's completely we should be the opposite like we should normalize talking about it and because knowledge is power right so i feel like it is an important thing that we should talk about and i think thankfully our generation has the opportunity to change that mm. you know like i said it is very easy to cross the line over into disrespect and that's where the fear and the shame comes from well i think what people don't realize is that cancer is such a common thing and when we start normalizing the conversation we realize that it can uh, it can affect anyone of any like body type any age any background and it's not necessarily hereditary and it can come at any time when you least expect it, even when you feel like you're the healthiest. And I totally agree with Daphne. It's really vital that we normalize conversations about cancer, as it can potentially save so many lives. Coming from a cancer survivor, it really makes it more real to me. Like we can't just sweep it aside and hope it's not real. Let's hear more of Daphne's story. I mean, I was 25 when I when I was diagnosed, and um, I went to I went to music school. So when I came back bald, nobody even had any questions. They were like, "Cool new hairdo." Oh, part of the aesthetic. Yeah. 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 I, and, but I was so nervous going back in because, right. as a girl, like our hair is such Everything, a safety blanket. Yeah. You know, yeah. I can understand the whole thinking that cancer is like a terminal illness, but it isn't anymore. I mean, there are certain types of cancers that definitely are terminal but there are a lot of cancers, like my cancer, which is very treatable and uh, very reactive to chemo. Mine is, um, the tumor is a very specific shape. So the minute they see it, but it is one in like a million females that get it, because it's an ovarian cancer. I do like right. C-section. So, so it was like, a, I had a, a child, wow. but just like, it was 10 centimeters. So it was like the size of a newborn child's oh head. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. So, so I had one week to prepare and it grew three centimeters oh in that one god. week. So what? the idea that this thing was just growing like at an exponential rate and the thing with ovarian cancer is there's no symptoms. Um, my body was kind of reacting a little bit weird and that's how I found Basically, it. Basically I went to the gym one day and I had an allergic reaction and I have no I wasn't hadn't eaten anything, hadn't drank anything. Um, but my skin just was covered in hives. Like my, something was wrong with oh, my body. Shoot. Went to get a full checkup and they were like, oh, your abdomen's a little swollen. But I mean, with girls, it's like every month my abdomen's yeah, swollen. So I mean, thing. it doesn't yeah. feel different, but she's like, I'm gonna send you for an ultrasound. <laughs> That's when they found the, the growth and, um, and then they had it taken out and then I, had deci I decided to do chemo. When I was interviewing her for the show, I really admired how she was so candid about the whole thing. And I still admire her, especially her heart for encouraging her peers to get their health checkups today. It's important to get checked up, but also just be really mindful of how you're spending your time because I think I totally burned myself out. So on hindsight, would you say that you were not 
you were not healthy when you when you found I, out? I don't know because I wasn't getting checked up. Right. I wasn't how getting... How do you feel though? But I felt fine. I mean, but again, I was running on so little sleep. I was working all the time. It's just all I wanted to do. Right. And I was very driven and I was young. So like, I didn't... Thinking about my health was not on my mind at all, at all. Yeah, and I, I guess that's the thing about diseases, you know, especially cancer, is that we feel fine. You know, the person who has it feels fine, and then the next thing you know, yeah. you go for a checkup. Yeah. And it's that whole idea that's like, it's never going to happen to me. I didn't actively think that, but I would never think to myself, oh, I might get cancer when I'm young. Like, nope, yeah. <laughs> I would never think that. More important than getting regular checkups, Daphne raised a crucial element that turned out to be a life-changing factor for her recovery. I was really lucky because I had insurance, you know, uh -huh. I mean, yeah. But I really would not have thought about it because before that, when I was here, I had no insurance. But then when I went to America, the school made me get insurance. So yeah. it was like, I, I think it's mandatory when you go to school there. Yes. When I went to school there, they made me get mine as well. Yeah. So it's yeah. either if you're American and you're under 25, you can be under your parents' insurance. But if you are an international student, you have to get it. Which is amazing though, because then... No, because the healthcare is so ridiculously expensive. It is. It's yeah. crazy expensive. While Daphne's experience with cancer happened in the US, I think it's important to remind everyone again that meanwhile in Singapore, 39 people are diagnosed with cancer every day, with 15 people succumbing in the same time frame. Now let's listen to Andrew Marco on the importance of being protected. Exactly, like even, even, you know, even being healthy and making healthy choices, it's still not a guarantee. So you have to make sure that you're protected, you have to make sure that you go for checkups regularly and, and that's your safety net. You, you need that safety. Exactly. Make sure you're protected, make sure you are um, covered and that you have a safety net to fall in because there, there is no other safety net. Like your, your lifestyle choices. You have one body, you have one life. Yes. Now, while cancer is still considered a social blemish in our conservative society, I find that my generation is more willing to discuss it. And that's why we are here today, right? This is important because speaking about it dissolves the taboo and allows for earlier diagnosis, less discrimination, and increased awareness. With time and as a collective effort, we can combat the stigma and fear surrounding cancer, making people less afraid to be open about the realities of dealing with this condition. Thanks everyone for joining us on the first episode of AIA on Air. We hope we've helped make cancer a bit easier to talk about. If you'd like to see us talk more about dealing with the dreaded C word, check out the full Assure Ensure Are You Sure video on our YouTube page, Singapore AIA. And if you've enjoyed this podcast, make sure to follow us here on Spotify as we bring you more content to help you step towards a better you. This was AIA on Air and we'll see you in the next episode.